That's important. Uh, there's been a rule at the show. Oh, shit! I now have to add that to my costume at the next show. Is that the one I made? Nice. We gave this away. We'll be giving it to someone at this show. Uh, made that while I was very high. I'm so fucking high right now. Who here is too effing high? Oh, yeah. You're about to see some more people do it. Get real fucking high on this stage. This is Jacob Waisaki, Sean Fisher. You'll meet him soon. Um, so the rule that's been going on is that if anyone throws a weed hat at me by the next show, I have to add it to my costume, and it's honestly becoming unwieldy, because <laughs> I don't know where to put the next one. Um, guys, we got a fucking amazing show for y'all tonight. Uh, some of the best, funniest people will be on this stage. One of them is about to come out right now. I don't think he's that funny, but he thinks he's really funny. Uh, <laughs> just kidding, James. Guys, give it up for... The Sultan of Sativa, King Kush, the highest host in the world, James Mastriani! I took your mic. I got a microphone! Uh, what's up, you guys? How we doing? Yeah, welcome to I'm Too Huffing High. So glad to have you guys. This is the show. We celebrate marijuana, cannabis, whatever you want to call it. And we have uh, comedians come on this show. We get them high and make them do comedic challenges to prove that marijuana makes everything funnier. That's the premise of the show. That is the fastest I've ever said the premise of this show. I had one goal tonight, and that's to say what this show was. <laughs> So I came out <laughs> focused. <laughs> uh, who's, uh, who's here for the first time? Welcome. Welcome. Oh, that's great. You guys are in for a treat because we've got such a great show for you. Uh, of course, uh, by the way, everybody, uh, as of right now, as of 19 minutes ago, it's DJ Blue Dream's birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Weed every day. That's right. That's my resolution. My birthday resolution. Yeah. Smoke weed every day. And why not invent birthday resolutions? <laughs> We're all living. <laughs> That's my justification for anything. We're all living. We're all alive. Yeah. Um, guys, this is also a podcast, if you don't know. A weekly podcast. New episodes every Tuesday. Um, subscribe, rate, review. Would love that. Um, yeah. What else, DJ Blue Dream? Anything else? Before I introduce these guys? I never remember. <laughs> Don't you have note cards? You have like flashcard things. Flashcard things. Don't you? Didn't you print those out? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at this guy. 
Excuse me. Let's see. What's next? Act one. <laughs> Act Make, one. Oh, it's right here. Make the show fall apart. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, as we do every show, um, you guys, at the very end of this show, uh, we do what is called the wrap-up. It's a very impressive part of the show. It's where Sean Fisher here, he's very high. He is going to do a freestyle rap trying to remember everything that happened in the show. Um, Sean, how high are you right now, buddy? Ooh, like seven going on an eight. All right. We hit some, we hit some pretty nice joints, but they feel like sort of late. We did. Like time-sensitive grenades that are just going to go off in like yeah. 15 minutes. Like those capsules, those pills you can take yeah, that are yeah. like what, capsules. capsules. Like there's capsules. Capsules. I think we all just uh, together discovered I don't know how to say that word correctly. Cap capsules? Sure. Yeah, why not? Um, that's great. That's great, Sean. Thanks. Yeah. I tried real hard. <laughs> uh, and we also have Jacob Waisaki here with the bongo. Hello. Uh, welcome, Jacob. Thank you so much for having me yeah, once again. Of course. It you never keep coming back, I, man. I don't know why. <laughs> I have a great time. I yeah. get a good seat. Right, yeah. Um, so what is the, what's the bong gong? The bong gong is uh, the most brilliant segment in the show. Um, it's a bit of a social experiment. We're going to pick a word. We're going to go to the audience. We're going to pick a word. Right. Anytime that word is said on stage, one of you can come up and ring... The bong gong, mm. and then I will have to take a bong rip. But if someone says the word on stage and no one comes up and hits the bong gong, he doesn't have to do it. So right. you can be nice to him. It's or not. sort of on you. Yeah, it's definitely on you guys. So let's uh, let's choose a word. Shall Sounds we? great. Yeah, what's what's a word we want? What, what do we want to be the word of the night? What'd you say? Amazon. Amazon. I don't think anybody will ever. Nobody's going to say that. <laughs> I like it. It's a good word. I don't say it. What'd you say? I? Oh, my God. Oh, well, that's very rude. We're that's very rude. <laughs> a rude boy. S snap. snap. Believe. Believe is, believe is good. That's believe. like right in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. Believe. These yeah. guys over here. Yeah. We believe, dude. <laughs> I believe. Believe. This just turns into an alien show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, awesome. So starting from this point forward, if anybody on this stage says the word believe, then uh, somebody, not that part of it, but from here forward, run up on stage, hit the uh, gong, and then you have to take a bong rip. Yeah. Are you um, satisfied with that word? Uh, yes. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens. What was last time? Last time was how many? Do you know? Uh, last rips? time was probably, I'm thinking probably 12, 13. Wasn't, wasn't as bad as it could be. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty bad. That's a lot. It's, that's like a good average mm -hmm. for the show. Well, the, we'll count them tonight. We'll see. Yeah. I, I'm going to start a spreadsheet. I'm going to start a wiki how. <laughs> it's going to have every show. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Um, let's jump to the let's let's go to the first segment here. Uh, this first segment is called Mero Wanna Hear a Story. It's time for story time. Hurry up and don't be slow. Your fairy friend is here with a heap of jokes in tow. Lots of love, but before we start the show, we all take a toe. 
I'm 31. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so, remember, want to hear a story is basically where um, I'm high right now and I'm going to tell a story probably involving marijuana. This one definitely does. And um, so this story is, because it's October, October 13th, because it's Friday the 13th, uh, not October 13th, that's nothing. Um, <laughs> oh, I just made a day feel bad. <laughs> You're nothing. Um, so I, because of this, this is a story uh, where I was very, very scared. I was very scared in this story. And I used to work on a cruise ship, and I did comedy and improv and stuff on a cruise ship. And um, while I was on the cruise ship, I, uh, of course, found weed connections uh, in different ports. And so I'd become sort of the go-to guy. I had, like, this hookup in New York, and then I had one in Mexico. And whenever I went there, I'd go get weed for people on the ship or people or myself, of course. And um, we had gotten, uh, I'd gotten careless, I would say, pretty careless with the process. And I was openly smoking weed in, in my cabin and <laughs> not doing anything to keep smoke from going in the hall or uh, being real careless. And so we were putting in, in Bermuda and Bermuda has insanely strict drug laws. And it's like a very rich island, the real stuck up uh, real stuck-up types. Um, and so I get a knock on my cabin door. I have, this, I have this roommate that is in this cast with me. And we get a knock at our door about noon, and we're just waking up. Um, and could you sleep late on this ship? Life isn't like a real thing. And we get a knock, and Tim, my roommate, opens the door. And I'm still in bed, and I see a dog. And that's the first thing I see. I'm like, I've never seen a dog on a cruise ship. And then I see, uh, I see people in uh, uh, uniforms. And it's the Bermudian DEA. And they had heard that, uh, apparently gotten complaints that there was a lot of drug use happening in my cabin. Um, and they were right, they were right. And so, but we had just woken up, so like we're still in our, in our sleeping gear. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I wear gear when I sleep. I don't know what you guys wear. And uh, so, so we had a moment where we were like, okay, do you mind? My roommate was like, do you mind if we get dressed? And before you guys come in, and they were like, uh, yeah, just don't flush the toilet. Where I was like, fuck. <laughs> so that's the first thing I was thinking. Uh, and I had on me, I had two quarters of weeds in my cabin. And I didn't know what to do. And my roommate and I were like, the fuck do we do? I don't know what to do. And I'm looking around the room. I'm like, there's a dog. It's going to smell wherever we put it, right? And I just so happened to see we had a little TV. And right above the TV was like, it was like in this wooden box thing, right? And there was like maybe three or four inches of space. And I just, on a whim, like just grabbed the two quarters and I put it up there and I got a clothes hanger and I like stuffed it as far back as I could stuff it and got dressed. This also is taking place, I feel like this was like 45 seconds. <laughs> it was all, 
immediate panic. My heart is like pounding out of my chest. And I told my roommate, like, if they find it, it's mine. You don't even smoke weed. It's fine. I'll, I'll say it's mine. Like, I'll, you know, uh, I wasn't going to. I was going to say it was his. But I, I wanted to appear to be a good dude, you know? And uh, so they bring us out. We have to stand in the hallway. And I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. I feel like I have to piss myself. Like, that's how nervous I was. But I didn't have to piss, but that was where the feeling was, weirdly enough. Uh, I, it's a feeling I've never felt before. Uh, I'm hoping to get it back. <laughs> and uh, so I'm standing there, and the dog goes straight over to my bag. And this is the bag that I've been transporting the weed in, right? And it goes straight over, and it lies down on top of my bag. And so, but I know there's no weed in there, because I just put it out took it out and put it above the thing, right? So they're like, all right, we got something, we got something. And they go over in an authoritarian nature and they start going through my, through my, my bag, right? Now, one funny thing about this is that um, I was dating a girl at the time and we had just a few days before gone to a sex store. Because uh, we're sex positive and we think that's, you know, you should try new things. Uh, and so this guy is, and he's not wearing gloves and he's pulling out like, like condoms and then like a vibrator. Uh, and then he pulls out, uh, a cock ring and he's like, what is this? And in my head, I have some satisfaction because I know that I use that. I tried it recently with my girlfriend. So there was this satisfaction for me of like, you're touching my grossness. <laughs> uh, so, dog, they, they find nothing in the bag. They search the whole cab and they find nothing. I'm like, my mind is blown. I can't believe that they didn't find anything. And the guy says to me, he was like, I know. Oh, because when the dog, oh, oh did I say it? I guess I did. I had to have. That's number one. Uh, and so the guy says to me, he's like, I know you have drugs here in this room, and I will be back next week, and I'm going to search again. And I was like, yeah, man, I, I don't know. I've never had drugs in here. I don't know. Like, you can come back next week. It's going to be the same thing. <laughs> And so they leave, and my roommate and I, suddenly we're, we're, we're sort of decompressing, and then we realize our other castmate also had weed in her room, and we were like, fuck, we bet they're going straight down to her room. So we knew that she was at this internet cafe. We messaged her on Facebook Messenger and told her, and she came back, and as she got into her cabin, the DEA was there, and they had all of her weed on the bed just lined up. And uh, long story short, the security, the head of security was from Bermuda and really liked this person and talked the DEA out of arresting her, but she had to be in cruise ship jail for the rest of the trip, and she couldn't leave. Somebody had to come and knock to give her food. For fucking weeds. And we, I felt so bad, of course, 
And so I would go and just like sit there and talk to her through the door. Yeah. And so she got fired uh, immediately and had to buy a plane ticket home uh, and got kicked off at the next stop. And I went on to do eight more months. <laughs> uh, that's Marijuana Hero's story. Yeah. Uh, let's get to our panelists, shall we? Um, guys, uh, he is a writer for DreamWorks. Please welcome Mike Leffingwell. Hey, buddy. Yeah. Uh, she performs here with Outside Dog, and on the main stage, Groundlings, it's Ann Lane. And you can see him every Friday night on Bangarang, and he also played a homeless crackhead in Unemployed, the web series, Dave Tooney. Here I come again. I got to Gonna put my friend right back here. Lay him down gently. That guy's been the star of the show so far. I don't so, know if you want to get rid of him that quickly. <laughs> How insulting. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, guys. How are you? How high are you? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very high. Yeah? Awesome. Yeah. That's great. Uh, let's start with you, Dave, because uh, I, I always ask every guest, what, uh, what's your current relationship to marijuana like these days? Uh, distant. <laughs> okay. Uh, very little. It's been like, when's the last, when did we do your podcast? Um, you were on, I don't know, maybe like six months ago. Six months ago? That was the last time I did it. Then. Yeah. And then before that, but like you, you've never been a big no. weed smoker, right? No, 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 no. Yeah. Smoke weed. Very rarely. <laughs> um,. Where are you right now on a scale of one to ten? How high are you? Um, I didn't smoke a lot back there. Right. So I'd say, I don't know, a nine. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. When uh, I remember when we passed you the joint, you said, oh, this is a nightmare. <laughs> and then you looked at the tip of it and you went, what is this thing? <laughs> uh, I'm so glad you're here, man. Thanks, Thanks for having, being buddy. here. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Ann Lane? Oh, What's your relationship to marijuana? I don't know. I've already, I've already spoken too much. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I smoke a lot. You didn't know we are going to go down the line like this, yeah, right? Just, whoa, whoa, sorry, everyone. Uh, I, um, I, I, I smoke a lot, except for recently I've had a job that's like worked a lot of hours and I'd spin out if I was in this job and I was stoned. Like, oh, I'm usually right. pretty good at it if I have like a night, but I haven't lately, so I'm very high. You mean like you'd spin out like Reefer Madness where you'd go <laughs> <laughs> bite people's Jump faces out a window. Yeah, yeah, I would just, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen that. You should watch it. You would love it. I think I would. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, yeah, it's fucking stupid. Uh, where are you on a scale of one to ten? Where are you? A nine. A nine? Oh, two nines. Let's see if we can make it three. Uh <laughs> Uh, Mike Levingwell, what's your uh, what's your relationship to marijuana these days? Uh, estranged. Oh. Um, 
I uh, I smoke like two or three times a year. Okay. And the time before last, I think, was with you and Matt. And, oh yeah, uh, was... and Jacob. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, am. I am. It was at a party, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I I I wasn't. A, I was never able to gauge your marijuana usage. Because you seemed very Did you natural. think about it a lot? I, I mean, I thought about it when I asked you to do this show, and then I was sort of guessing to myself how often you use it or you don't use it. Yeah. And I, I actually thought maybe you used it a lot more. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I thought you were a big old stoner. A big little stoner? A big old stoner. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like a pretty little liar or something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were one of the big little stoners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to the WGA right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just knocking at the door. Hello, I have an idea. <laughs> uh, where are you on a scale of one to ten? Uh, I'm gonna go nine. There it is. But I'm I'm going nine uh, is a pandering move because you said that you wanted to see if we could go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, num- numbers sense. have no meaning for me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they have no meaning. No. <laughs> I am numbers mean. <laughs> you are at a nine. <laughs> I am at a nine. I am at a nine. If you think you're numbers. <laughs> if, yeah. Sounds like a Jeff Foxworthy bit. Uh, <laughs> if you think you're numbers, <laughs> it's just like, it's like, you might be a nine. <laughs> Oh, I've never seen it before. Is that what he does? It's like him getting dosed with acid and then going <laughs> doing a show. <laughs> oh, man. Well, welcome, dudes. Thanks for being here. This is going to be so fun. Uh, let's jump to our first segment, yeah. shall we? I'm going to do the sound effect live. It's going to be weird. Great. Great. Here we go. This is called the hypothetical situation. A conversation that's making the true of the fake Then the situation is theoretical But if you're high on a ganja vibe Then we call that shit hypothetical It's a hypothetical situation It's a hypothetical situation It's a hypothetical situation It's a hypothetical situation Yeah Um so the hypothetical situation is basically you guys are high and I'm going to give you a hypothetical situation that you're going to um, uh, go downstage and um, act out, basically. <laughs> Can we bring the chair downstage? <laughs> yeah, sure. Absolutely. Right. If it's a part of your character, if it feels if it feels part of your truth, you know, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it, it should feel a part of your truth. All right. <laughs> Uh, let's start with you, Dave. Okay. Uh, so, Dave, um, so the hypothetical, the, the um, theme for this month is Friday the 13th, because that's was yesterday. Um, didn't, forgot it was a midnight show. And uh, so, Dave, your hypothetical situation is you are a monster under a bed, right? Uh, and you're here to let the kid know that you can't be best friends with them anymore because you have to start being scary again. <laughs> Makes sense? I got to go downstage for this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dave Tooney, everybody! 
Wake up, James. <laughs> hey, wake up, bud. Hey, uh, we got to talk real quick. <laughs> These past three weeks have been great. Um, you and I, like, staying up late and then, like, sleeping in. And, uh, like, um, a couple times you came down under the bed where I stay. <laughs> and that was super nice of you. And, like... <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> anyways, um, uh, when I go back under tonight, that's the last time you're going to see me like this. I got to go back to being scary. Um, my dad's real disappointed in me. <laughs> And um, next year, is his opinion means more than anything, you know? So um, I got to go back down, and I got to come up, and I got to be super scary tomorrow because I'm going to, that's what I got to grow up to be. And, um, uh, <laughs> but I just want you to know that um, even though I'm scaring you a bunch, that uh, I wish I wasn't. <laughs> and I wish that we were just, it was back to the way it, <laughs> the way it is right now. <laughs> but I want you to know um, that, that, uh, that I'm going to miss this, and this is going to be, this will be, this will have been the greatest, uh, <laughs> this will have been the greatest summer of our lives. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This is one of the sweetest things I've ever seen with a skeleton in my life. What if I had misheard you and what you actually said was, like, name ten things you want from Gelson's. <laughs> and that's what you but did. But that's what I did. <laughs> Dave, that, that isn't what I asked you to do at all. <laughs> I'm trying to get a shopping list. Yeah. Making a spectacle of that skeleton. <laughs> um, awesome. Mike, let's have you go next. All right. So, Mike, um, I, and I have some uh, prompts for you here. Um, so, you run a curiosities shop full of magical and haunted items. Uh, and you are showing a group of customers your three favorite items and warning them of the powers that they each have. Make sense? Yes. It's like a curiosity shop. I had to learn. <laughs> it's like a weird shop. Yeah, it's like a weird shop, right? Yeah, like magic and stuff, I guess. This is like every third episode of The Twilight Zone, right? Where it's like... Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, perfect. Glad you get it. Um, <laughs> uh, great. Mike Leffingwell, everybody. your first one yes it does work <laughs> good question <laughs> do you currently have a washer dryer or are you looking for an upgrade oh 
Well, then you'll be very interested in this model right here. This dryer is one of my personal favorite items in this curio shop. <laughs> of which I am the proprietor. Back to the dryer. This dryer was made with reinforced steel and hyper-alloy springs and baby lamb's blood. <laughs> you look like a man who enjoys being dry. <laughs> so I can only assume that's why you were looking at the dryo too. <laughs> It'll get your clothes drier than they've ever been before, my friend. Don't believe me? Yes, you're covering your mouth with disbelief. <laughs> it's drier than dry. It could evaporate to dust at any moment. But know this. There's the, the ghost of a dead baby that lives in that dryer. <laughs> And every time you run it, she's fine. She doesn't spin because she's a ghost, so she just like astral projects while it spins around her. But she, uh, she whines like crazy. <laughs> and it might not seem like a big deal because you're like, I don't give it, what does that even mean? I, the dry, I won't hear over the dryer. You'll hear. She's, whatever room you're in, just above the noise of the dryer. And it's, and it's really annoying. It's really annoying. Oh, this! <laughs> ah. Yes. I see you have a taste for the exotic. This is our finest hefties. 13 gallon trash bag. It never breaks and it never gets full. You can keep putting trash in it forever. I haven't had to take out the garbage in 42 years. My wife and I make love. 30 seconds more than we would if we had to do that. If we had to take out the trash. Right? That, that makes sense, right? <laughs> but you should know something. That trash bag comes with a curse. And the curse is that there's over 60 bags in the roll, but you only need one. And you're not allowed to give the other ones away. <laughs> so every time you're getting into the cabinet, like where the tape is or the Ziploc or whatever, you're gonna see that bag and be like, I really don't need this because I have the, the lifetime bottomless bag. Uh, it might not seem like a big deal, but you'd be surprised. You, people change light bulbs more than they think. 
Oh, this. <laughs> this here, you're also interested in that? <laughs> All right. But you should know that if you're going to use a can opener, <laughs> you better know what you're getting into. <laughs> Time out. Has it been like 30 minutes? Am I doing <laughs> Is this going way too long? No, it's great. I just don't want to kill because I, I'm sure no, you're great. Too, all right, all right. You're great. I'm sorry for breaking reality. I'm sorry. <laughs> Time back in. <laughs> it's a good can opener. <laughs> Maybe even the greatest. Because I'm sure you felt the pain in your wrist from swiveling and turning the regular can openers, trying to get cans open. But this one comes with special powers, special electrical powers that enable it to whir and turn the can for you automatically. What do you mean? <laughs> Pretty sure that's the first one. <laughs> 70 years. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would have heard of that before. There's, all right, you don't want that. Okay. I'm going to close my store now. <laughs> Mike Lepping, well. <laughs> it's like grabbing a cat by the back of the neck. Technically, where you're supposed to pick up a skeleton. Uh, um, that was great. Also, <laughs> my favorite part was like that we had props and you were inventing the the whole thing. And it was amazing. It was great. It was you, great. You gave me the cane, and I thought I have a cane. I'm a guy with because I thought I'm a proprietor. It's great. This I was like it. I saw you put the phone down, and I was like, oh, he's gonna prompt me about that later, oh, and then I yeah. just forgot about it. <laughs> Exactly, that's what, great. Wait, was there a third one? Oh, there was. There was, <laughs> there was a, a monkey paw. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really wish I'd used those. I didn't... <laughs> I thought what you did was great. All right. Even without the props. And we'll save them for later. This, the spookiness in a lot of movies is the suspense. That's right. And the right. whole time I was just like, what's the phone going to be? <laughs> it was real, like an audition when there's the bag yeah. in the background. Oh, wait, so is that why people were laughing when I was, like, pointing over here? Because you were wondering why I wasn't pointing at the phone? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was like, I fucking nailed it, man. I was like, something oh, about did. the way I turned. I was just totally in the moment. They no, could it tell. Brilliant. They could tell I wasn't pre-planning, like, where I'm at a point. Like, you, you na no, you did. You nailed it. That was, it was awesome. Okay, it was right. You nailed it. Absolutely. Dude, that was so subversive. Um, and you're up. Um, so, um, and just like that character from the ring, um, you are a water bong ghost. If somebody smokes out of the bong, you kill them in seven days and it's been seven days and you've come to kill them. Um, but you're high out of your mind because you come from a water bong. Make sense. Awesome. And Lane, everybody.
See, Mike, she's doing it. <laughs> what, using the phone? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Where did the rules ever get you? Okay, like, I'm really... Hey, hey, dude, I know you're on the phone, but I've been, like, waiting. I've been... Fuck, I'm so sorry about this. Hey, dude, I'm so sorry. I know you're on the phone. Um, you know how I've been like saying every day, I'm like, oh, five days, six days. Uh, I'm so sorry. Could you please just like hang up the phone for like one fucking second? I'm sorry. It's just I have one job, and I feel like you aren't even taking shit seriously right now. Okay, every single day this week, I've been like, here's how many fucking days until the time I come, and it's like our time together, you know? God, it's just like, I just feel like you don't even like, I don't know, I'm just going to like kind of shrug in the corner for a minute because I'm so fucking mad at you right now. Like, like honestly, I didn't crawl out of a well covered in horse blood backwards, crawl over three mountains and then come out your plumbing <laughs> for you to just like sit on your fucking phone. It's like, I feel like I'm as invisible as I was to my adoptive parents who totally murdered me. <laughs> and you know that's a fucking trigger, okay? <laughs> you know you're triggering me right now, you fuck, okay? All I want to do, all I want to do is when someone smokes out of the fucking bong to have a great week with them. Because I can't have, I don't have any other fucking option. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not my fault you smoke from the bong, okay? That thing is super haunted. You have to trespass in like three different places to get it. Okay, you should not have smoke from that fucking bong. Okay, so this is on you. And you're making it feel like, I'm too stoned to have a fight right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm bringing really negative energy in. And I just feel like it's a reaction to the way you're treating me. But I also feel like I wish I could give you a really good last five minutes. Because it's gonna be real spooky when I kill you. And your parents are gonna find you underneath your bed with your face all sideways and fucked up and blue for no absolutely scientific reason whatsoever so like just let this be nice <sighs> fuck I'm yelling at myself again anyway I gotta fucking kill you oh man I love it um, and anybody listening to the podcast version of this has no idea that this a skeleton has just been <laughs> the star of the show. Um, guys, that was the hypothetical situation. That was great. Yeah. Uh, before we get to our next bit, you guys, um, you know, it is, uh, we're coming up on Halloween and, um, I think everybody deserves a little treat, right? Uh, and a blaze break. So let's bring out the snack fairies. Um, please, uh, please welcome before, uh, before we get to our next segment here, please welcome the motivational high coach. 
Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm here to give some motivation to you guys. Who needs some motivation in their life? Yeah? You do, my man? What's up, dude? What's your name? Uh, Eric. Eric. Eric? E-R-I-C? I thought we were just cheering, so I just went like... Right? Right? But check this out, dude. Now you need some motivation because you're nervous, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Your name is Eric? Yeah. All right. Tell me some shit about you. Uh, I don't know. Um, I play soccer. Fuck yeah, dude. Me too. Or I used to, yeah. All right, cool. Cool. It's like more yeah, that's. Now that I'm out of my you don't have to. Fuck, dude. You're apologizing for it. You're saying it doesn't have to be recreational? Really whatever, man. It, it, it could be whatever you want it to be. You could be a professional. There's no. LA Galaxy. USA. All right, what, what else are you up to? You play soccer? What else? Um, I go to college. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Some, a lot of people don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are you studying? Uh, computer science. All right, cool. What do you want to do with that? Um, don't really know. It's my, I'm my, I'm a sophomore. You don't have to know yet, man. I studied film for four years. <laughs> it's fucking 1 a.m. and I'm high. <laughs> You'll figure it out. That's, uh, you're welcome. Eric? Eric, all right. Drew? <laughs> no, that's fine. I don't need it. I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm good. I don't need a music. <laughs> Originally, I think I sent Drew a track that was uh, a, from uh, Friday Night Lights. <laughs> this is the one you sent me. <laughs> oh, man. Whoops. <laughs> that is, that's, that's the theme song from season three. I'll find this. Uh, find oh, that <laughs> no, no. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I'll, this I'll isn't. I don't need motivation. It's about Eric. Drew, fuck it. Don't play anything. This is, no, we're making Wait. it about me and not all about right, Eric. All right, all right. <laughs> That's right. Is that better? Yeah, good. <sighs> Eric, it was rough there for a second. <laughs> I didn't have what I needed to give you what you needed. <laughs> You're figuring it out, my man. College or professional soccer player? <laughs> you drive to one probably every day. You fucking sit in a classroom. Computer science? <laughs> what? How do you study a computer the same way you study science? <laughs> Those are two different things. It's confusing. And yet you're there, fucking grinding it out, when you could be on the field with David Beckham. Eric, stop going to college. <laughs> no, no, my man, don't wave me off. This is motivation. <laughs> Eric. You play, you play soccer recreationally? 
You know how to stop a ball? You know how to hit it with your head? Quit college. Stop doing that drive, Eric. Tell him, tell him to stop doing that drive. Stop doing that drive. Tell him, pump up those balls. Pump up those balls. Hit that field. Hit that field. And give up on computer science. Give up on computer science. <laughs> I didn't ask you to repeat any of the rest of that, but I'm so happy. <laughs> Eric, your life begins tomorrow. Thank you. Yeah, Coach Mike McClendon. Good luck, Eric. That music made a huge difference there. I'm glad you. I'm glad I could find the right file. Yeah, he ignored him there. That was smart. It's a great recovery. Yeah, that was good music. That's what happens at a Stone show. We forget to do things. <laughs> oh man, uh, let's jump to our last segment here, shall we? Uh, this segment is called the Dank Dating Game. It's not so bad. Dank. Uh, and so, uh, how this is going to work is, um, so, uh, Jacob Waisaki here is, uh, single and looking for love, and, um, so he is going to be interviewing, um, asking questions to our three contestants here, who each, um, will be a different type of monster, I guess. Let me give you these masks real fast. I don't need a mask. <laughs> oh. Dave, this is for you. And that's I one. That one's for thing. you. And Jacob cannot see. I these. can't see a thing. And that one's for Leffingwell. Can hardly figure out how to read. <laughs> and know that these are words. Great. Um, great. Uh, cool. Does that make sense, everybody? <laughs> are Are we gonna do? Uh... Oh, man, I could look at that all day. That is so funny. Oh, man. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Dank Dating Game. Uh, this is the game show where we, um, we get high and we find people love. And our guest today, our special guest, is Jacob Wysocki, a comedian in Los Feliz, California. Uh, welcome, Jacob. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, hi, it's me, Jacob Wasaki. <laughs> hi, I live in Los Feliz, California. <laughs> I'm very excited to be here. I'm very excited to be our guest. Um, great, uh, Jacob. So um, uh, before we get started with you asking um, uh, our eligible bachelors here. So excited. <laughs> um, what's something that you, uh, you know, really value in a significant other or partner? I really like if they're into shortwave radio. Um, I'd like to be able to contact them on uh, shortwave radio if they lived in Los Feliz, California. Uh, like, for example, if they lived in Koreatown, California, I don't think I could contact them on a shortwave radio. And I think that'd be very taxing on a relationship. I'm also looking for loyalty, empathy, and somebody that thinks I'm special. <laughs> Um, great, awesome. Uh, so we've got uh, we've got three bachelors here. Let's just meet them really fast. Uh, bachelor number one, uh, why don't you go ahead and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, uh, yes, you. 
Uh, your bachelor number one. Uh, int- uh, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm. <laughs> Ooh. Go on. I'm Rodney. <laughs> I live in Palmdale. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I work at uh, I work at Best Buy and uh, I'm in the I'm in the um, audio visual department. And so uh, 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 while I'm not able to uh, communicate with you via shortwave because I'm in Palmdale, um, I bet we could figure something out with other items that I sell. <laughs> Thought I still be sure of the... What? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad, so bad. Please stop it. Awesome. Bachelor number two. That's uh, I I uh, sorry. I have a, a massive head injury from a fight I had with my sister when I was very young. <laughs> Went to the same summer camp. Lived there ever since. And, uh, I mean, radio is the only way you can communicate in that camp. There's no cell phone service. Uh, there's no uh, internet up there. So really, if you were to come and visit me. You know, you wouldn't even notice me for the first couple of weeks. I'd just be living in the attic. <laughs> Sliding around up there in the attic. Sliding down the tubes. <laughs> and then I'd listen to your sweet, sweet sleep. <laughs> and I'd imagine you were my little baby. <laughs> this is very exciting. <laughs> This is very exciting. Oh, thank you. Thank you oh, very wow. much. Um, and let's, uh, let's go ahead and meet bachelor number three. Mm, what's up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Listen, girl. Mm, you choose me. We won't need a radio to make a connection. <laughs> I don't do anything short, girl. Because my dick is so big. Bleep blorp. Very exciting. All right. Um, excellent. Well, those are those are your options here, Jacob Waisaki. Um, do you have any questions specifically for any of our uh, any of our eligible bachelors here? Yes, Rodney. Mm-hmm. What would you describe as a perfect date? Ah, oh. <laughs> great question. Uh, ideally, I guess you'd come up to Palmdale. <laughs> Uh, 
And then, uh, if you could pick, if you could pick me up from work, uh, that'd be great. Uh, and then we'll go to a restaurant. There's a family style restaurant, big menu, a lot of items. And uh, we'd go, we'd have dinner, be fun. We'd talk, and then uh, I guess um, I don't know, like a one-on-one basketball. <laughs> we'll play one-on-one basketball for a little while. <clears throat> I love all a right. restaurant with bread on the table. <laughs> what? The next question is for my friend at the uh, the la- the third one. What was your name? What was the last the third person? What? Yes. <laughs> what was your name? Oh, Korg. 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 This is the one thing that makes me enraged. Korg. <laughs> people get my name wrong. Korg. What are your three best qualities? Mm. Well, I guess I can't lie and say impulse control now. <laughs> Girl. Mm, quality number one. I am incredibly punctual. If we set a time for a date, I will be there. I feel like if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, don't even bother showing up. Mm. I saw that on that wrestling show MTV did. Oh, like yeah. Yeah, the one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, now I remember. Yes. Quality number two. Uh, I'm a passionate lovemaker. Slow down. I... Uh, Roll long and I roll deep. <laughs> By that I mean I will literally roll you down a hill for a long time because I know a steep one. And then it gets, there's like a valley at the bottom. It gets deep. Very excited. <laughs> I was hit on my head as a child and it rendered me unable to keep a consistent voice or character pattern. (laughs) But that's not my third best quality. (laughs) That was the question, right? Correct. (laughs) My third best quality is uh, I uh, am a uh, just below carrot top level uh, Prop comic. <laughs> Touring. You're funny. <laughs> Contestant number two. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? You asked me that question 20, 30 odd years ago. I guess I'd answer I'd get my face back. But now that doesn't make sense because the mask has become my face. The mask is me. I am a piece of driftwood I found in the sea. I built it into my house. 
I live in the woods you see underneath the ravine, and there's a lot of axes there, and there's a lot of ways in, but there's no way out. <laughs> you are different. <laughs> you are different. Do I, do I have time for one more question? You sure do. Great. This is for all of the contestants. You were stranded on an island. What three things do you bring with you? <laughs> Contestant number one may start. Uh, <clears throat> well, I guess, uh, ooh, uh, what are the three things? Am I naming all three right away? <laughs> How many? <laughs> it doesn't have to be at the same time. You can name them one at a time. <laughs> Uh, I am number one, uh, uh, an ottoman, so I could kick my my feet up. <laughs> Are we, we're not going down the line. All right. Uh, I am number two. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you not like how this dating game show is is run? No, Rodney? I love it. I love it. I want to win. Uh, number two. Uh, I like a couch to go along with that ottoman. <laughs> um, and then item number three, uh, uh, one of the, uh, popcorn bowl. <laughs> that sounds very relaxing. <laughs> what the heck did you just say? Contestant number two. Bring some glass. Lock my mother's hair. <laughs> Just a handful of teeth from Heart Island, where they bury the bodies of people forgotten by New York City. <laughs> buried by inmates. Buried on an island they used to put lepers on to die. You must fuck good. <laughs> Contestant number three. Mm. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> I would bring suntan lotion, a bottle of Bacardi, and you. Mm. I love rum. <laughs> All right. We'll, so. have a, we'll have a bottle of it. In this scenario. You are not doing good on this game show. We do not have a connection made. I am ready to make my decision. Contestant number three. I do not date robots. I cannot date you. I'm very sorry. All right. Disappointed. Contestant number two. I'm very sorry. But I could not handle your shit. <laughs> wow. Okay. We would ruin each other. Honestly, that's fair. I'm not asking you to handle it all at once. Mm -hmm. I didn't ask you, could you please take my shit? I'm you know what? I'm glad. This is a good choice. <laughs> Randy. <laughs> Randy. 
think you know what that means. I want to grow who are you. You're the one that I picked. Can I see Randy? Yes. You may turn around and meet, and meet your date. <laughs> Hello. Wasn't his name Rodney? <laughs> <laughs> Did I say Randy? <laughs> oh, that's the dank dating game. Randy. Oh, man. That was great. Um, this was so much fun. Did you guys have uh, Did you guys have fun? Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you so Until much. that last one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you still high? Are you still, um, still coasting? Yes. Yeah, awesome. feeling good. Uh, before we wrap up, uh, the managers requested me to ask everyone, please take your trash out with you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, do that. And yeah. also, subscribe to our podcast. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, thanks so much for doing this, you guys. We're going um, to end here with the wrap-up. Uh, but let's give a round of applause for our panelists one more time. <laughs> it's super scary to come up here. All high and, and be so funny. You guys were amazing. And um, this is the wrap-up where Sean Fisher hey. is going to freestyle and see how much of the show he can, re uh, he can Let's remember. Let's see what we can do. Sean Fisher! <laughs> when? Mm. Get, get, get down! All right, all right. Yo, man, here I'm gonna recap tonight. And I'm gonna win, I'm never gonna lose. Jay Mastriani working on a cruise. Getting down there, he would succeed. But he would fail at getting caught smoking weed. Except then he would just go and win. Cause he would take a hanger and just pack it right in behind the TV so they couldn't see. And when the dog came in, he said, Ooh, wee, right next to the luggage. He didn't bug, kid. And that didn't really affect your budget. But the other girl, she got fired. And that's really, really sad. I'm kind of tired. It's two o'clock in the morning. So I'm gonna keep on going, performing, moving, moving on. Oh, got ideas that I can conceive. Over here, I believe. You and me, we're gonna go and hit. Oh, this guy in the hat is the shit. Woo! All right, we're gonna go. I'm just gonna go and just flow. I'm up here, man. I am not an imposter. Dave, acting like an underbed monster. Sorry, sorry, I'm not your dad, but my... He's down there and he's really mad I really enjoyed this time that we all had But you and I, we got to go back To how it was And then a kiss on your skull <laughs> Alright, and then I'm gonna pull Right over here, right to Anne And I'm gonna just remember Understand what you did Went up to heaven Came back down on the day that was seven Wouldn't leave this guy right here alone Had to kill him, but first he had to hang up his phone Good prop work I'm not awkward what other kind of things did I observe? Yeah, yeah, alright, alright I'm gonna go and reference what you did, Mr. Mike So, oh, it was insane For like 15 minutes you held but never referenced a cane 
It's Kevin. You just kept pointing. Imagine, imagine. Oh, all right, all right. What else? Oh, man, how could I just help myself? The last part that we did, I thought it was great. You were all monsters going on a date. Oh, and uh, I, the hardest part was always remembering from the Harvest Festival, the Halloween spiritual spooky thing that you did. I was hearing, oh, oh I always forget Mike because he is never out here and never, never reference it. And I feel so bad. So I just got it in right there and I'm just gonna go ciao mon frères Sean Fisher thanks so much to Jacob Waisaki Drew Boudet Singh happy birthday Mike Leffingwell Ann Lane Dave Tooney Matt Noel Mike McLennan Ruha Taslimi Santino Ruha thanks so much have a great night we'll be back next month the second Friday